0: I when I strip away all that the world uses to define me? Who has God made me to be? What happens when we change our perspective from seeing ourselves through the world's eyes to seeing our true selves through God's eyes? For we were buried with him in baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, that we may walk into newness of life. This is Lucy Logan from the Harbour Church Falmouth. Join us as we share stories of new life and new perspective from those who have been set free to be their true selves in Christ. Lord, I am yours and this is me. Hello, David, and welcome to This Is Me, Harbour Church's very own podcast. We're really happy to have you with us for this episode. Hello.
1: Hello, thank you.
0: And just a little introduction. So I always like to ask people this at the beginning. Um, you and your wife, Yetta, you're both members of the Harbour Church. Um, perhaps you can just start by telling us how you came to Harbour in the first place.
1: Well, I met Roger for a coffee in Costa, where else? And uh, and then uh, Mad- Roger and Mandy came over and I was so impressed that they were interested in building Kingdom Church and not just interested in building a church of ex-members. It was just because we're all one church, aren't we? Church of Jesus Christ. And I was impressed with their vision for church.
0: And how long have you been at Harbour now, Harbour Church?
1: (laughs) Almost the (laughs) 10 years.
0: (laughs) The 10 years that it's been... Yeah. In existence yeah that's awesome so what we're talking about today um, on the podcast is we're trying to explore our identity in christ and um i wanted to share stories of how we've come to know our true selves in god
1: it was it was for me it was more finding the true self of god as he is so that I could relate to him as my my dad. I'm going back a few years now, but that came first. It was who he is, and through him I found myself.
0: Yeah, that's so cool to start. I mean, God is our creator. Um, to know him and to learn to know him is, is learning to mm. know ourselves better, so that's awesome. And um, when you first heard about this podcast that i was doing um you messaged me straight away um about and you had a picture um of a maze that you (coughs) wanted to share um so maybe you could just describe that maze for us and what it looked like
1: yeah thanks thanks lucy yeah i've always had this picture of well, when you go into the grounds of a stately home or somewhere like that, there's there's usually a maze. And it's the big thing. And You don't see much else. You just see this big maze. And so the parish church where I was brought up was a bit like my maze. The picture was big well-kept, wide pathways, tall hedges, people coming <laughs> in and going around, everyone hoping to get to the centre, whatever that <laughs> was. But I'd been told I needed to to go there.
0: <laughs> Is that by your family that you were encouraged to go to that kind of church? or?
1: Yes, yes, it was. It was very much that. Uh, to start with, I was happy. Um, my mum died when I was four, and I was happy to go where I thought she worshipped and that my family thought was the right place for me to be. Uh, I, mind you, I was a bit scared of that Holy Ghost character, and I originally thought that the the vicar in his robes was Jesus. He sort of floated around, you know, when I was young. But as as I got older, I got caught up in the, the ritual. But increasingly, it didn't make sense. It didn't line up with what I've learned. And I felt I was a bit of a religious imposter. But I stuck with it for family's sake. And I went along with the crowd and for the singing. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, well, the singing is, is good. Yeah. I love all the old
1: poems. Yeah. When I was dissatisfied, I looked into other faiths, Eastern stuff, spiritism, all sorts of weird stuff. But do you know what? I found them to be even more confusing than and unbelievable than where I'd come from. So that's when I started exploring the maze to try and find something, I don't know, an experience, I expected to find something in there which was labelled God.
0: Wow, okay. So you were kind of like taking lots of different paths in this big maze.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Trying to find who God was or trying to find an understanding of God or?
1: Mm, um, probably an understanding of me, really, if if that's possible, because I don't un- understand me anyway.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. And you, you were saying to me how you were kind of driven in searching by um, the scripture in Matthew six thirty six thirty six thirty three, which says, but seek first the kingdom of God and all these things would be added to you. Yeah. Um, and you were saying how you'd answer i am I am looking lord i am but but you said that you really weren't seeking God um can you just explain that to me
1: thanks yeah <clears throat> well as as well as I can, when things we all have things going wrong in our lives, and we blame ourselves, we blame God, we blame other people. But my life uh, at one stage took a real, real tumble. And and then I'm going back and I'm thinking, but you say, Lord, seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. And my, yeah, I was thinking, but I am, Lord. I am seeking the kingdom first. No, I am, I am, I am. But actually, (laughs) to be honest, looking back, I wasn't. I was 100% for me, you know. I solved my problems, Lord, and uh, everything will be all right. Hallelujah, you know. But I was very selfish.
0: Mm. Yeah, as we all are, I think. And especially if we come into challenges that, and we hear of a God that can help us, then actually it's that classic phrase of using God like a... a, a um, vending machine you know asking for something and expecting something back but not realizing that it's a relationship that god wants um with us
1: i didn't i've never heard that expression but it's a good expression
0: (laughs) Mm. yeah when you're kind of looking on all these different um pathways in the maze did you find that actually in trying to go forwards you were kind of almost going backwards and sideways
1: Do you know, Lucy, the the biggest problem for me was trying to understand it. Um, My training is from a scientific background, so reasoning, intellectual reasoning – uh, was was a big it was a big thing i had i had to get a grip on it and also a church that didn't really understand or know what it believed because the churches i'd been in at the time i'm not putting churches down but my mm. experience of the time was that they didn't know what they believed and then how can i find my way in in a church like that so i i came to the end of churches i was going to uh make my own church and take the collection in you know
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's so difficult i i i um can really relate to that how um we have so many questions and if we focus on the questions and that the things that can't be answered because god there's so much mystery surrounding god that mm. um, that can really put us in the wrong direction if we're trying to seek those answers that just can't be answered um, mm. rather than just seeking god we want we want more we want to know more yeah. we want to have a really firm grip on exactly who god is and mm. what he's doing but the reality yeah. is we can't do that ever um mm. completely yeah,
1: no, i agree yeah
0: and then eventually in the picture you said how it was kind of when you were in the maze and you had almost no other way to look, that you'd tried all these different avenues, that it was then that you found God. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Um, you see, God, I really believe he was chasing me. No, not chasing me, but he was there on my shoulder the whole time. And probably he was crying to see what scrapes I got myself into. But when I finally got to the centre of the maze, as it were, as a maze, There wasn't a solution except a a voice in in my heart. Someone saying, okay, David, where are you going to go now? Uh, (laughs) You know, I'd been on an, an impossible task, and God had followed me faithfully. And then I had to say, okay, Jesus, I can't do it my way. Over to you. So, yeah, surrender, I think, is the word.
0: Yeah, definitely resonates with me in my life as well yeah. that you know you seek so much and you go so far pushing thinking well this is what is good and what is right and um yeah. you know yeah. trying to better yourself and but always struggling and then suddenly when you give up and say you know what it's it's I need help that's when you kind of meet God.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people have this experience too. They push doors uh, trying in vain to, to find solutions and the solution is there all the time.
0: Yeah. And it's in being kind of vulnerable and giving up to that that you that God can step in and really be powerful. Yeah. You know, he says when we are you know, when we're weak, he's strong. So yeah. that's awesome. And then in the in the picture you had this cool bit at the end where so you're in the main and God met you in the middle and then you God lifted you up out of the maze is that right Well
1: yeah in in a way I was in the middle sitting there saying Lord help <laughs> and all <laughs> he did was to sort of well he he loved me and that's the big thing that I missed all my life but he lifted me up as as it were above the hedges of the maze and I could Ooh. see where the heck I'd been all my life. I could see all the scorch marks on the paths that I'd travelled around the maze. But what Ooh. I actually saw was that outside of that maze was a lovely path. It was the real path and i needn't have gone through that maze i could have just trusted if i'd known god better when i was younger and trusted him he would have taken me around that maze and taken me to the place where where i needed to be does that make sense
0: yeah yeah perfect sense and it's like um it's just such a cool picture how, because when you're, when you're obviously in a maze, you've got these big hedges and you can't see that there's another way. You're just blindly trying to take one turning, mm. take another turning. Mm. But mm. you can't see or even imagine that there's another way to be or to go. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about um, our relationship with God and what God does for us is mm. that even when we feel like there isn't another way to turn, he's got a whole nother Part. Mm. So in terms of what it was that kind of changed for you was it a slow realization that vulnerability and needing to trust God or was was there a moment in your life where you were like hang on I need to do some, some things differently
1: There was a moment in my life when I just I broke down and mm. I, I, some I said to someone, "Will you pray for me?" And they did. I heard them come into the room, and then zap. I was, I was on my, well, I was in tears, uh, mm. and it was almost as if all the mistakes of the past had just poured out of me. And after that, I felt even worse because I felt that all the things <laughs> that I'd hung on to, I, I had to let go of. Wow, that's amazing. Once I sort of said, okay, Lord, I'd surrendered. And I'd surrendered several times before. You know, whenever I got into trouble, I'd surrender. <laughs> Throw your arms Oh, yeah, Lord, I, I, yeah. okay, I'll be a good boy. But there's surrendering and surrendering. And I think it was when I finally surrendered – it was, I lost my friends. I thought it was going to be really scary because it was like I'd never be the same again, you know, but hang on a minute. Um, you know, what I'm going to give up is going to be so, oh, that's going to be all the things that I love doing. But um, it wasn't like that at all. And just a few, a month or two after that, Somebody get, came across to me in church and gave me a, a scripture, and I didn't know what that was about at the time, you know, they this is for you. Well, it was a picture of a Danish wooden uh, cabin and uh, the, that scripture on it.
0: The scripture from Isaiah 61, yeah. Jesus' mission statement, which is also in, in Luke 4, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And this statement, which is so cool, you were given this um, bit of scripture, that um, your wife as well, who you hadn't even met yet, you hadn't met her yet, but she was also given the same verse. <laughs> so um, it's so cool how things like this happen.
1: <laughs> I don't think I even looked at it because I didn't think that God spoke to you like that. I didn't think that God was that real because he was floating around in churches, you know. Uh, he, 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 he wasn't that real to me. But then I met Yetta and... We went out to church a couple of times and wherever we went, they preached on this scripture. And um, Yetta says, I believe God is speaking to you. And I'm thinking, he doesn't speak to me. He speaks to other people, but he was speaking to me.
0: So you feel that that then you together were kind of both called into discipleship?
1: Yetta and I were called into um, discipleship. Uh, working together, and then we really felt that the Scripture was was inviting us to spend 20 years in Christian counseling. Um, and the the reason we did it is because we felt that um, becoming a disciple is often dependent on accepting Jesus to heal. Your hurts or my hurts from the past, because that is often the sort of thing that stops people finding the road around the maze, and 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 so people you know stay stay in the middle of the maze. So yeah, that so that's what we've been doing, and um, and and it's been a wonderful, exciting exciting journey (laughs) albeit that it hasn't got the bumps of the maze
0: (laughs) amazing amazing so it's such a cool picture that you shared with us today and um I love that image of the maze it's so it's so vivid in my mind now um and it's such a beautiful message that is that other people can hold on to as well because that idea of searching and not being able to see where you're going and actually that God's bigger than that um everyone can relate to that message so thank you so much for sharing it and um being on the podcast it's lovely to have you thank you bless you lots